Hello. Hello. Okay. Um. Uh, this is a message to my future self or my older self. I don't. I don't know. Um. Hi. <laughs> the date is January first, two thousand twenty, at six thirty-nine p.m. And um, I have been panicking a lot over the past like 30 minutes or something <laughs> because well two things <laughs> um first off my ear has been flaring up again i know you i well i know you know this but back in like 2012 or something i was i don't know 13 no 11 Maybe it was 2014, I was 13. Anyways, I went to a summer camp, and one of the counselors in the summer camp picked me up in the pool, and he slammed me down with my ear facing the pool. And so water just shot straight up into my ear and made a, and made a, a hole in my eardrum. And I put in swimmer's ear, and it burned like fucking hell. It burned so, so, so badly. And, um, and then I put it in again because obviously, uh, you know, when it burns the first time, it definitely won't burn the second time. That didn't help. So, uh, anyways, I, I had to, you know, then later I got a scooter and I rode it like three times and I got this just extremely loud ringing in my right ear, which is the, the ear that I have the hole in. And then I had a panic attack. <laughs> that was like such a traumatic moment. Because I Google it and it says, oh, you have tinnitus. Guess what? Guess what? Um, you're going to have it for the rest of your life. And so that's extremely exciting. I had a horrible panic attack. And I went to the the shittiest ear, nose, and throat doctor ever. And he's like, oh, you have a hole in your eardrum. So the next like two weeks we... Uh, go in and he patches up the hole and it's fine but I remember so vividly I was at a at a party right before the night before the surgery and I was outside in the middle of Atlanta and I was like wow I can't hear my tinnitus and then right as the surgery's over I was like oh shit my tinnitus is like 20,000 times louder than it was if I just left the hole there <sighs> and then you know, over the, because of, of that one experience of me riding the scooter and then it, it being tinnitus, uh, I, I think that's why, but I have obsessive compulsive disorder, especially about my health. And so, um, uh, anyways, I, because of that, I really obsess about my health a lot. And like if anything goes wrong with my ear, I freak out. And I did a lot. And a lot of times I thought, wow, I'm just going crazy right now. But then the last November 2019, I was like, I'm not fucking crazy. I remember we went to Paris. Me and my, my mom, my dad, and my, my sister. And um, when I... <laughs> when we were there... um. Uh, we were in this this cottage or something, and uh, I, I was just like, there's something wrong with my ear. I know there's something wrong, and I did a bunch of Googling, and I, I found out what a cholesteoma was, and it was uh, a complication that can happen with the surgery I had to patch up my hole, and it resulted in foul-smelling drainage in the ear and, like, um, and, um, hearing loss and I was like oh my god that's it that's what I have I fucking know I have it I went to the doctor and I had it I had a, a cholesteoma it's a cyst on my eardrum and so that was November 2019 and then he took it out and he put some powder in my ear and ever since then I, I've been hearing a, a humming after I take a shower and I still have foul smelling drainage and my the my the pressure in my ears all like horrible like I remember last week maybe or the week before 
I, um, my, my right ear, which is the ear all this happened to, was, had so much pressure in it. I mean, I, I, like, everything was muffled, and, and when I, you know, chewed or yawned, it didn't help very much. And the thing was, there's no, no reason to cause that. And I still have the smell filling drainage. And so I, I know there's something else. And I'm panicking because of that. Because there's something else. And I'm scared I'm going to go there and we won't be able to figure it out. And yada, 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 I'll go deaf. Is kind of my... That's that's what I've been afraid of ever since that that happened. Um. Anyway, that's what I've been <laughs> having a fucking panic attack about right now. And then the best part is during that panic attack, I walked around this um, park that's right next to this apartment complex where me and my dad live, although my dad is up in Atlanta right now at Emory because he had to get um, surgery for lung cancer. and so about I don't know seven years ago maybe eight years ago he um he no like ten years ago my dad developed this scab in his left ear and he'd pick at it at night and it and it would bleed and then the scab just would come back and it wouldn't go away and and he he didn't he didn't say anything about it for like two years and he goes in and they say hey guess what <laughs> it's skin cancer inside of your ear and I remember I was so young I was like I, I, I wasn't able to really understand what it was I remember sitting in the car and my mom was so sad and I was just like I don't I couldn't feel much because I didn't know what it meant I didn't know what it was. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and, um, so he had surgery, and this was maybe eighth grade. Eighth grade, yeah, of middle school. <laughs> and, um, he had surgery, and they, they had to take out his ear. So, so, so he only had one ear, and then he um he got a prosthetic, <laughs> and he got a little hearing aid. He still had his inner ear, so the hearing you know he he could have two ears, but one was like a hearing aid. And I don't know exactly what happened, um, but but um, I guess my dad didn't do the right follow up appointments, or the doctor didn't do the right follow up appointments. And then about like two years ago, my dad started to have left side face paralysis. And I remember him talking about it and he got so sad because he was like, I know what it is. I know the cancer came back. And and, <laughs> and of course, this time it's so much worse. That was 2000. Can't remember 2018, 2019. And so the best part is eighth grade year, my dad had the original surgery. And then um and then I think it was the big like the the summer after freshman year, the beginning of sophomore year, my my dad was he was um forced to move down to Orlando because of his job they gave him an option he was working on uh, a project and they cut the project and they said they said uh, you can either quit or you can move down to Orlando something along those lines and and so he chose to move down to Orlando because I, I, I don't want to blame him for it but also, I kind of do <laughs> that he fucking moved out here. 
he did it because because if he quit, then his pension would be so much less than if he stayed. And, or, or his, yeah, exactly. Basically, I don't know if he would have a pension if he if he quit. So he moved down here. So so the entire time, <laughs> the entire time I was in high school, my dad, I didn't have my dad. It was just, it was just me and my mom, and oh my god, no, I don't want to just shit on my mom, but dude, I fucking hate my mom. I, 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 this is gonna sound really harsh, but I love my dad so much more than I love my mom, just because, just because I feel like my dad really cares. And and we have these just wonderful discussions, and I I respect him so much. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and and he just <sighs> I I just had to live with my mom, and through that whole thing, guess what? <laughs> I realized. I originally thought I was, well, I, I am transgender. I, I really identify as non-binary. And so this entire time, I didn't have my dad. He was down in, a, in another fucking country. And I had to live with my mom. And, <laughs> and I had to deal, I had to figure out who I was. I had to figure out who I was. I, uh, <laughs> all while I was making films I'm also a filmmaker I was making films um, on my own and I I went to college my senior year of high school um, um, to study film and then while I was in college I worked on a, a I was I was working as a production assistant on a TV show. And and um I don't know why I I said all that. It was just hard. It was just such a hard time and I I I just wish I had my dad for all those years. I mean, I'm, I'm, what I did is after I graduated high school, um, in 2019, like May or something, I went on a bunch of vacations with my dad and then I moved down to Orlando. So just, just so I could spend time with him and, and I'm, I'm grateful for all that time. I, I really am. <laughs> what happened? I'm so sorry that I'm I'm going on all these tangents. What happened is that um, maybe last year or the year before, my dad went in and got surgery for the, the cancer showing up a second time. This time, it was much more aggressive. Obviously, as I said earlier, he has facial paralysis. So it, it was really, really close to his facial nerve. And his face would droop. And and what he would have to do <laughs> he would have to he would have to take his left hand and like shove his mouth up so he could talk on his left side. <laughs> and and yeah, they went in and they cut out the cancer and then he had to go through radiation. And um you know it really, it really sucked. It was so hard on him. This time the cancer was in his middle ear. So he lost his entire left ear. He he only had one ear now. And you could just see his face was getting just beaten up. Every day, little by little. Every single time. His face... And and he, he he couldn't blink because he couldn't move his eyelid. <laughs> so he kept getting dry eye, and it was so red. And um, 
He went he went through that. It went okay. Afterwards afterwards he was so happy because he felt like he was done. And and this is one thing I love him about the one thing I think is is the worst characteristic he ever has is, is this this blind optimism. He thought that everything was done and that that would be it. And um you know, I remember what what the doctors did after that is every like month they would have him going for a CT full body CT scan because they were so vigilant in making sure that the cancer did not come back. And I remember before, you know, when I was driving him to the airport from Orlando to Atlanta to get the CT scan done in Atlanta. Uh, he was like, oh my God, I can't believe I have to do this again. I'm just going to go there, going to say everything's fine, and then, and then it'll be okay. And that time, he goes up, and he goes back down, and I pick him up from the airport. And he says, well, well, they want me to go back. They found a, a, a mass in my lung that grew a lot. And I was like, okay, well, considering that it pretty much doubled in size in a month or two, it's definitely cancer. And he's like, well, you know, they said it could be, it could be, um, you know, a, a, a cyst or a mass. It might not be cancerous. It could be benign. And I was like, there's no fucking way that it's benign if it grow, grew so fast so quickly. And, um... And, you know, he was really depressed about it. But then after a couple of days, he, he just had this blind optimism. And he's like, all right, well, I'm just going to go get the surgery. To do what they did is basically they went in and cut off a, a fifth of his left lung. And he says, and then it'll be over. And, you know, this whole time, I, I, I want to I say to him... Why the fuck are you working right now? I did say it to him. I did. And I said, because you don't know how long you have. You have no, I don't know. And I, what I don't want is you to, um, I don't want you to work for the next two years. And then two years down the line, they're going to find a cancer that is incurable. And you're going to just have spent your, the last 50 years of your life working for someone else and saving all this money. And you, <laughs> and you never, never going to use it. I, I want you to leave me and my sister nothing. I want you to have debt. I want you to, to be in so much financial ruin. But those last years of your life are the best years you've ever lived. I don't want your money. I don't want it. I, I, I just want you to live. And if you can't live for 10 years, I want you to live in the two years that you have to you. And he said, oh, no. I enjoy working. And then in two years, I'm going to retire. I just got a call today with for my mom and they run ran a bunch of tests about the tumor in his lung and it's the same basal cell skin cancer that was in his ear which basically means that it, it metastasized and it spread and my mom said, oh, I'm not too worried about it, you know, um, I'm not too worried about it, we, we got it taken care of. And I don't think she understands what that means, because if it metastasizes to the lung, what happens when it metastasizes to the brain, or the liver, or the pancreas? I mean, the survival rates of brain cancer are like 1%. I mean, I mean, I mean, 
And she said, oh, they're doing all these scans every month. And, I, and yeah, they are. They are. So they're going to find the brain cancer. And then they're going to do open, uh, open brain surgery. And then if they don't get every single cell. And one single cell goes into the brain. Guess what? <laughs> you get it again. <laughs> <sighs> and so uh <sighs> I just <sighs> he doesn't deserve to die right now. He really doesn't. He really doesn't. He doesn't deserve to die. And... I just... I just don't want him to... I, the, the, the thing that I, I think is going to happen is he's going to fly down here to Orlando where I am. And... Um, even though he knows the cancer metastasized and it very easily could move to a different part different organ in the body um he's going to keep doing what he's doing because i think the reason he doesn't want to quit his job is because if he does quit his job i think that he thinks it means he's lost I think he thinks it's a white flag or or it's that by doing that you have to accept the fact that you might die which is and and I don't think he wants to accept that fact I don't I don't know if he can accept that fact I I I just look at him and when I talk about it he's so scared he's so scared <laughs> I just don't want him to be scared. I, I want him to, to accept it, or or at least start to. And then I think the first step is accepting that he might not, he might not be able to keep working for two years. And, and, And he might have to quit his job. But I don't think he will. Because he has that, he has that blind optimism. And, and it's like, I, I respect it because you, you don't want to live life so pessimistic and sad. But also, I don't want you to not live life because you're so blind to reality. I might be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I've hoped I was wrong for, like, you know, the past, like, two years. But I don't know if I am wrong. I, I really don't. I don't... I don't know what to say to him. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't know when you're gonna listen to this back. I don't know. Maybe in two years, one year, three years, five years, ten years. I just hope he's okay. I don't, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have much else to say except for I love you a lot. I really do. And um, <laughs> I hope what I'm doing right now is right and it helps you.
in the future helps well me i guess it's a little selfish <laughs> it is selfish i don't I, you know the thing is is i don't know if there is exactly a silver lining i mean the only grace that i have is that when my dad dies i and and I don't know when that is. I just I hope I hope he doesn't fight it. I hope he doesn't go out regretting everything he hasn't done. And and hope wishing things were different. I um I hope he goes out okay. With everything that he's accomplished. And I just want him to know. That I, I want to live every moment of my life. In his name. Because I really, I really care about him. Hope you're doing okay. <sighs> Fuck me. Okay. <laughs> um some other things I this week has been weird kind of I um last week I went up to Atlanta I um you know saw my dad we went down to Destin Florida and that was we had a lot of fun we really did that was a great trip that was a great ride down there really was and then I came back down to Orlando by myself and my dad went up to Atlanta to get some more scans and um, um well I guess an exciting thing is I was listening to the h3 h3 podcast and Ethan Klein talked about um, how many times he was in uh, 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 Philip DeFranco show thumbnail or whatever, and some girl actually did actually like counted him up <laughs> and did all that, which is is pretty funny. And then Philip DeFranco made a comment and said if you could organize all these by views and likes to see uh, which one was the best person to put in and then all the comments were like don't do it for free you should be getting paid if, if you do that and so I was like okay fuck it I'll do it and so for the past three or four days it might have been four days I've been learning auto hotkey to um oh jesus i just, I just remembered about my ear and i'm so, i'm really fucking anxious <sighs> jesus christ it's gonna it's gonna be okay um i have to call the people i was to schedule an appointment um I've been learning auto hotkey and I'm going to use calm, which is basically you can just like, uh, take a bunch of data from web pages and I'm going to create an Excel document using both of these tools, but I'm going to have the thumbnail and then below it two, there are three, four spaces to write the names of the people in the thumbnail and then like views, likes, dislikes, comments. Uh, uh, a transcript of the whole thing and then like blank spaces for monetization yes or no and like revenue 
And then I'm going to go in and manually type out every single person who's in the thumbnails. And then you can create a graph that sees, okay, this, this person gives you the most views. This person gives you the most likes, this person the most comments. And then if you do, um, oh, and you can also do it by keyword. And, and um, so like, which keyword gives you the most views? <laughs> and then if you add monetization, yes, no, and how much revenue it makes. I can't add that because I'm not Philip DeFranco, but he can add it. If you add those two parameters, then you can say, okay, who gives me the most money? And who is it who demonetizes, demonetizes the video? I don't know how to say it. I don't know how to talk. Who demonetizes the video the most? And then you can also do it by keyword because it has transcripts, which is a feature of YouTube, which is super lit. Um, so that's exciting. I, I, it's a lot of fun to learn it. I feel like this is a weird transition. <laughs> I mean, that's what I've been doing for the last four days. And then I just had a complete mental breakdown about this. And, um, <sighs> now I'm thinking about my ear again. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's frustrating. I just don't, I, like, I'm scared. I'm just going to go, and he's going to be like, the doctor is going to be like, oh, it's nothing. There's obvious, There's nothing wrong with you. I don't know what it is. But, like, I, I know it's something. Because this humming sound and the drainage, <clears throat> this shit ain't normal. Like, like, the humming sound comes after I take a shower. Spe specifically. So I think it has to do with water. And then a drain, a super foul smelling drainage. I mean, that's not normal. So I hope I'm listened to. But you know, I think I'll be okay. Oh, actually, I, I is that the thing I should say? There's a technique for dealing with obsessive compulsive disorder, or when I explosion response prevent therapy or whatever. So when I say it'll be okay, it's it's like a, uh, what's it called? A compulsion to, to make my anxiety less. But instead what I should do is, is just sit in the anxiety and then it goes down. Similar to what just happened. So I was really anxious. I just, I was extremely anxious this whole 25 minutes that I, I the first 25 minutes of this. And um, over time, your anxiety just lowers. Mine, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying, but um, I will be okay. In the end of it. Me and my sister will. I'm so proud of my sister. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so proud of her, dude. I mean, it's... She's, she is figuring out so much about herself. And she's going to therapy. Which is um, really helping her. I, I, I've been to therapy for the past, like... <laughs> Three years, four years, maybe, since I was 14, 15, one of those two. And um, I know how much it helped me. I, I know how much it's helping her. God damn. I mean, some days you're just like, fuck life, fuck all of this shit. You know, I've done these before. I I um talk to myself. <laughs> I talk to myself in the future because when I do it, it feels like someone's listening. 
because I'm, I feel, I feel alone right now. I really do. I feel really alone. In this whole past week, you know, ever since I came down to my window, it's just me in this condo all by myself. And, uh, you know, I, I um, got an interview with a company and I sent it in and then they just sent me yesterday, we think we're going with someone else. <laughs> I was kind of excited for it. So it really sucks. Um, you know, I have a, a friend who's looking for an editor, so I, I really hope that works out. I really do. I don't know if it will, you know, ever, but, but I, I hope it does. So that's kind of what I'm, I've applied to serve some other jobs, and I'm, I'm waiting on him to get back down here to, to meet up with him. But really, I just feel so alone. I, I feel... <laughs> I wish I, could, I had someone that I could just joke around with, you know, I used to have, <laughs> I don't know what this is anymore, <laughs> I, it's a message to you, but um, I used to have, you know, one of my really, well not, not just this person, I, I Oh, and guess what else fucking happened? I was... The other thing that happened was, um... You know, last December I took the, um... SAT, or ACT. And I got a 28, which is pretty good. Um... And... I... I... <laughs> I um, just looked yesterday to go apply for colleges, and all of the deadlines were like January 1st, January 6th, January 10th, November 30th was one of them, of 2019. Like, fuck me. <laughs> so... um. I had that whole backup plan, and guess fucking what? <laughs> that shit didn't work out. So I, I think I now I have to apply for summer of 2021. Fuck. <laughs> that uh, hurt like a motherfucker. Because I looked before I took the SA or ACT in December, and I was like, oh, look at all these. They're, uh, you know, like March or something. And I was like, oh, I can do March. March is easy. No, no, they're not. They're not March. I don't know where the fuck I got March from. I thought they were all like in March, in February. And I was like, oh, I can do that. You know, it's funny. I remember when 2019 ended, I was like, wow, fuck 2019. What a horrible year. So it was a horrible fucking year. I mean, I just see how, like, sad I was. There's so much of it. How much pain I was in. And, um, then 2020 came along. Fuck 2020. Oh my god. In the first January. This has been like the worst month for me ever. For the whole fucking world. We have the coronavirus. Which infected shit loads of people. Alright. Then we have. Um, world War 3. That almost happened. The, the funniest thing is. We have the third impeachment trial in United States history. It's not getting any of the fucking press. They don't care about it because this month has been such a shit show that more important there are things that are more important 
than the third impeachment in United States history. Can you fucking believe that? I mean, if that doesn't tell you how much of a shit show 2020 is, I don't know what can. <laughs> the time is 719 you know I, I could go to the gym right now it closes at 9 and I have some time but um, I think the last time I went to the gym after I had a, a, a panic attack I had another panic attack at the gym <laughs> and I don't want to do that so I, I think I'll, I'll wait. I love you. It, it, it feels so hopeless right now. Everything feels so hopeless right now. The job said no. I can't. I, I couldn't apply to college for fall of this year. My dad is probably going to die pretty soon. My ear is uh, still something wrong with it. We don't know what it is. And, um, you know, we got a, a new coronavirus that is affecting a shitload of population. <laughs> but um, I really hope that you're going to... I just imagine myself, or you, really... Look, listening back to this, saying, wow, I was so worried, I was so scared, but guess what, in the end, in a year, or two years, or three years, or four years, or five years, or even six years, whoa, I mean, that's crazy, <laughs> um, it all works out. And I still have issues, and I still have problems, and I still have, oh, this this fucking person said something bad about me, or, oh, this person's not fun to be around, or, oh, this person doesn't like me. But, um, you know, I feel like all those problems are kind of, are, are, I'd much rather have those problems than all this shit. <laughs> I mean, this shit's fucking horrible. Jesus Christ. Is it normally like this? I don't, that's, I don't know. I mean, it feels normal to me, but I don't know if it is normal. I don't think it's normal. To, to, I feel so, like, like, sh shit hits the fan every fucking month. <laughs> I mean, like, Jesus Christ. The November, I had a cholesteoma. The, the October, when I was in Paris, I had constant panic attacks because of something called blue field entropic phenomenon, which is basically, I see fucking dots in the sky, which is normal. Everyone sees dots in the sky. It's just some people don't notice it. I'm like hypersensitive. Then November, I had the cholesteoma. Then December, my dad had lung surgery. And then January, um... Uh, no, 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 December, my dad found out he had, uh, lung surgery. I think, did something else shitty happen in December? Probably, let's be real. Um, and then January, he had it, and then also, I'm still having drainage. So my issue is not fixed, which is frustrating. And you know what, I played this out in my head. I'm gonna go in, because, like, the last time, I told him about the humming, and he was like, well, I don't know what I can do for you. And I get it, you know? Science is really great, but also kind of stupid sometimes. But I'm gonna, I'm not going to accept that shit for an answer this time. I'm not going to accept the answer of, well, well, you're having symptoms, but I don't know what it is. Because, like, you know, what I'm so scared of happening is that I have all these symptoms and we don't know what it is. Or he's just like, oh, it's nothing. And then I, I continue with that. And then like three years down the line, it's like, oh, guess what? 
You're deaf. I don't want to be fucking deaf in my right ear. I mean, you know, because of my OCD, I, I kind of have come to terms with being deaf. Like, if I what, did become deaf, it wouldn't be the end of the world. I, I really, well, if I became deaf in just my right ear, if I became deaf in both ears, it would suck a lot more, but also wouldn't be the end of the world. I mean, I'd, I'd really want my hearing, at least in my left ear. Um, but if I become deaf for something preventable that, like, I can, you know, help mitigate or fix, that is this dumbest shit. And I think part of it's because what happened with my dad was that the reason uh, he's probably going to die is because... Um, I say that so with so much force right now. I don't know why. Um, I say um a lot. Sorry. The 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 probably part of that is because what happened with my dad is that they didn't do the right follow up procedure, and so that's why it came back, and they didn't notice until my dad started having symptoms again, which is not what you fucking want. You want to solve it before then. They didn't do any more MRIs or CT scans after they got they cut it out. Because, you know, fuck you. That's why. Obviously. Obviously, when someone has cancer, and you know, cancer has a pretty high likelihood of coming back. Just, you wouldn't ever want to do another CT scan to make sure it's not back. I mean, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. And, um... I, I am not going to have that happen to me. I'm not. Uh, I refuse. I really do. I, and another thing is like, the more I learn about everything, the more I learn how much we don't know. And and the faults of ourselves. You know? Like, doc, I respect doctors so much. But also... There's, there's so many times, doctors are human, you know, there's so many times where they don't get it right, or they don't know what to do, or, or they don't have ex expertise, or maybe it's, you know, not likely, or whatever, but if, if you think there's something wrong, everyone says this, is that you need to advocate for your own health, and I feel like I've really taken that to heart. And I wish my dad did. I can't blame him for it. But I, f I feel like if he advocated more and said, Well, um, I don't want to die from this. I'm going to make sure I get a CT scan every however long. Or talk to his... You know, the, the one thing that frustrates me so fucking much is that my mom and my dad don't exactly know what's happening. We're all going through this cancer, okay? And I ask them these questions. Uh, what type of cancer is it? Um, you know, wh what's the recovery options? Um, you, you know, I, I want to be extremely well informed so I understand everything that's happening. And my mom doesn't fucking know. My dad doesn't know. They, I, they don't ask those questions. They're at the mercy of someone else. And when it's something as important as your health, the fact that you still live, I mean, do you really want to give that up to someone else? And have them say, oh, well, it's probably fine. I just... You know, if he got a CT scan every year, he probably wouldn't die right now. But he didn't. And I can't I can't exactly blame him for it, because, you know, he didn't know. I shouldn't blame him for it. I shouldn't really blame anyone for it. Right... I don't know. 49 minutes. So, um, I might put this out on Apple Podcasts or YouTube or something. SoundCloud, I don't fucking know. Um, and I th I'm thinking right now, who the fuck would want to listen to this? Um, I, I say all this, I, and I do this in case there's someone who's in a similar position, 
I make this, well, well, I make this for myself because I'm alone. <laughs> I'm lost. I'm scared. I'm clueless. And, um, and I really, I, I've done these before. I just like talking to my future self because I feel like then I'm not alone and then I have someone to talk to. But I put these out there in case there is somebody like me who's going through something similar and who feels vulnerable and scared and confused and angry. Um, I'm sorry if it was boring. Um, I'm sorry if I say um too much. That's kind of an issue. <laughs> I'll get, I'll try to get better. I'm sorry if you didn't care or I rambled. Um, there we go again. Look at that. But if you got anything out of it, then um, I think it was worth it. I hope. I hope you thought it was worth it. So I, I want to try and make these about every Friday. Um, there we go again. Jesus. <laughs> so that I can have a log of my life. Not exactly a picture log, although I I could make a video, which I might actually do, because then I could have a picture log. I can be like, oh my god, I've worn that shirt for 20 years. <laughs> I can see. Um, but, yeah, I want to do these every Friday, and put them out there, and... If you do have something to say, you can, like, tweet me, I guess, at Flutebone on Twitter and Instagram. And I have a website. And, well, yeah, let's not talk about that. But <laughs> please be nice. Um, please. <laughs> because I'm very fragile. And... I don't want to be hurt, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I'm rambling on for way too long. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm just going to try and post these. I don't know if I'm going to post them on Friday or Saturday, maybe. Or I was thinking maybe, like, like record them on Friday and post them on Wednesday. Because I don't think there's a lot of podcasts that post on Wednesday. And so then... People would, like, you know, maybe that would help someone who doesn't have, you know, because there's so many podcasts that get posted on Friday and Saturday and Sunday. Then if we do it on Wednesday, then, you know, it's more of a, you get it. Anyways, <clears throat> I love you a lot. I really do. I really love you a lot. And, um. You're going to have a killer fucking next week. I mean, it's going to be amazing. I have, well, you have absolutely nothing planned. I mean, your calendar is completely empty, but it's going to be fucking killer for some reason. My dad's going to be down here. We're going to hang out, do some cool shit, go to Disney World, you know, some fun, some fun stuff. I love you. Goodbye.